What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Ryan Dorte. I am Ed Soper. And this is East Bay Benchwarmers. You guys are tuned in right now to East Bay Live Radio. Um, make sure, as Tori mentioned, guys, make sure to follow us Instagram, Twitter. If you got Facebook, follow us on Facebook too, East Bay Live, all of those. Uh, we got plenty of other shows coming up for you guys today. But as it stands today, we're going to be talking plenty right now. So we're going to be starting off with a little NHL hockey preview. Uh, a little playoff preview for you guys. And then we'll follow it up with a little soccer talk as well. We'll follow up with our leagues. Um, we kind of talked about that a couple weeks ago. But we'll be wrapping up with most of these leagues coming up. And we'll also be talking about Champions League as well. And we got Europa League. We got UEFA Nations League. We got quite a bit of... Uh, football. Football. Yeah. Football. And, of course, the obscure sport of the week. Oh, can't yes. forget about that. You can't forget about that. I don't, know, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull off actually trying this one this week like we did last week. Probably actually, not. Mm-hmm. You know what? You, you seeing what I'm seeing? I, I do see what he sees. But, right. well, well, we won't spoil it yet for you guys, but you guys will figure it out later. Um, I do want to introduce our guest real quick, a oh, very, yeah. very close friend of mine right here, um, AJ. AJ, how are you doing, my friend? It was good, bro. Good morning, bro. Good morning, my friend. Um, so, real quick, man, I'm, I'm, I hate to put you on the spot right now, but just, you know, tell us about yourself real quick, man. <laughs> a little, cool, you know, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Uh, AJ Formosa, or Alex Formosa. Uh, San Jose, California. Those are my ten seconds. There it is. President of Delta Chi fraternity. Ah. That's that's what I heard too. There's a rumor going around that you know he yeah. represents you know the Delta Chi fraternity. Delta but, uh, Yeah. Not not that you guys have any connection with Delta Chi. No, of course not, no, man. Of course not. Sh- no, you know, shameless plug. Uh, yeah, um, so, let's get right into it, boys. Um, NHL playoffs. We're going to be starting up here tomorrow. Um, we got plenty of games to go over right now. Um, Ed, I want to hear, man. What, what's what's your most intriguing matchup? You think going into this um, in the first round? Most intriguing matchup? Um, I mean, I think that uh, Columbus and Tampa's got to be a pretty interesting one. I mean, Columbus kind of stumbled uh, going into the playoffs, but with Bobrovsky and Panarin, anything is really possible. They could take out Tampa and shock the world. Uh, I think, however, the most intriguing one is actually going to be uh, San Jose and Vegas. Uh, I know you guys are Sharks fans, so I, you know, I and I was pretty high on the Sharks. I remember that when we did the playoff preview, I had them actually winning the Western Conference. Uh, that was before the seven-game win st- or losing streak and <laughs> just the rest of the collapse that happened. Um, Mark Andre Fleury's helpful uh, when he's healthy, and if he's healthy, I don't think the Sharks are going to be able to get past him. Uh, scoring seems to not be there. The defense seems to not be there. Martin Jones is the, I think, the only reason that they have. Uh, They've still stayed kind of relevant in, in the in the competition, I guess. And it's funny because he's gotten a lot of crap from Sharks fans. I think uh, I know AJ will agree with me. And honestly, it's not all on him too. It's it's as you mentioned, Ed, it's it's the defense, man. When when your defense isn't backing you up like that, and it's you versus the world, you know, especially you know on the power play. Um, we've seen time and time again that you know goaltenders can only do so much, and you know if they're not in a position to succeed, it's it's looking real bad. Absolutely. AJ, AJ, what do you think, man? It's kind of hard because you know this this was the team you know Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, Vlasic just on the defense alone, Evander Kane, maybe Joe Thornton's last year you know you got to ride out for old Joe but we've seen up old teams Danny Healy, Dan Boyle, a younger Joe Thornton, Patrick Marlowe. We've seen them do a lot <sighs> less with a lot more. Yeah, so. I will, I'll ride for the Sharks, ride or die. But there's always that seed of doubt because what three years ago they had a collapse. <laughs> 3-0 of the Kings. Oh yeah, that, that was, one hurt. What? That, that one hurt. I mean, what? I'm, as, as a non-Shark fan, it didn't hurt me. Uh, What's your team? 
I'm a Bruins fan. Oh, he is a Bruins fan. I'm a Bruins That's fan. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'm feeling pretty good about my team. I'm not so feeling good about uh, not feeling so good about your guys' team. All right, but going back to the matchup though, <clears throat> we're, we're, like we're talking about before this, like <clears throat> you should be scared. And honestly, I am scared because I feel like the Sharks are a true finesse team. Everyone's pretty fast. Everyone's above or below six one, except for like defense, of course, except for like Brent Burns and Dylan. But throughout the years, we we all been pretty soft. It's facts. It's we facts. all been pretty soft. Yep. And going against Kings, an underrated team, going from last year, everyone's above 6'2", two, 200, or the Knights, I mean. Yeah. I, I, I was just making sure, because we were talking about the Sharks-Kings, but I just wanted to not confuse anyone. The Kings, oh yeah, very bad this season. <sighs> very, very bad. <coughs> but um, to me, man, I, that, that is a very intriguing matchup, but I'm really looking at the New York Islanders against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That, to me, is probably going to be a really interesting matchup. Uh, Penguins have that playoff experience. Islanders kind of been, you know, not. I don't want to say they're flying under the radar, but they basically had a very underrated year, in my opinion. Absolutely. Without, I mean, they when anytime you miss the playoffs and then lose John Tavares, you're definitely not in anyone's idea of what could be a contending team. Um, especially when they signed Robin Lehner to be their goalie. I'm up in Buffalo. I know he had problems with the alcohol, and you know maybe that's why he we saw the the performance that we did. Um, but he, he's turned it around. He's looked good. Thomas Grice has looked good. Uh, and they've just got contributions from everywhere. Matt Barzal is absolutely going to be a great leader for that team. Um, I have that. I actually have that series going to seven games, and I have New York winning. Yeah. Um, wow. Penguins, penguins are Ooh, injured. Take. Um, and my grandma's a Penguins fan, so she's probably going to kill me. But uh, she's from Pittsburgh, though. It's fine. So she's all Pittsburgh. Um, oh, she'll be fine. Except for basketball. She doesn't care. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Penguins have been injured. They haven't been playing well. Matt Murray's been serviceable at best um and you know calvin DeSmith, tristan yari i mean they're they're talented obviously they're you know they're nhl caliber goalies but they're not they're still not even at that average nhl player yet can i ask you a question go for it how do you feel about phil kessel phil kessel uh i i mean i like what he brings to a team um i think he's a great locker room presence uh the guy can the guy no doubt has talent um Something about it, I, I don't know. I lately when I've been watching the Penguins with my grandparents, they, they he looks a little bit lazy. Um, I don't want to say he's Ovechkin level lazy because that's he's coasting a little bit. He's coasting a little bit, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I mean, still is a, a huge part of that team, but I think if they really want to succeed in the playoffs, he needs to step up and kind of. He's been there. He was on a couple of good Toronto teams. Didn't make really ever make it deep, but he's got that playoff experience. That I mean, after two straight cups, you think everyone on the Penguins should have. Um, but he's got the veteran leadership, and I really think he needs to show that. Because for me, I feel like this series <laughs> might go five. I don't think it's going to go seven because we can't discount uh, Pittsburgh's defense. That's true. Chris That's true. Tang's been there for numerous years. Dumoulin, rising star in the league. Oh, my God. He's looked so good this year. <sighs> Matt Murray. Uh, my, my problem with Pittsburgh right now, I think, is, is their scoring. And, you know, it's hard to say that about a team that has Crosby, Gensel, Kessel, Malkin, you know, and a few others. Um, but the the games that I've watched, especially lately, their power play just looks so flat. They just they pass, they pass, they pass, and they don't ever really get a ton of shots on. And you know, looking at my notes here, um, you need to shoot the puck to score. As a factual statement, everyone. So, um, <laughs> Boost kind of giving me the giving me the evil eye right now. So uh, we're gonna go to a real quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna kind of finish our thoughts on the NHL playoffs, and then we'll kind of go into uh, our soccer leagues. So. In case you guys forgot, you guys are tuned into East Bay Benchwarmers on East Bay Live.
Welcome back, everyone. You guys are back with us on East Bay Benchwarmers, listening through the Mixler app on East Bay Live. Make sure you guys follow us on our social media. Instagram is at CSU East Bay Live. Twitter's East Bay Live. Facebook, East Bay Live. And, of course, we have our own show's Instagram oh, at East it. Bay Benchwarmers. Come on. Uh, got some really exciting stuff um, that I always forget to post on there. I <laughs> I remembered last night, I was like, oh, look, I'm going to take a picture of like my drive to school this morning. And then, obviously, I remembered... I need to be at a red light for that because I don't. I it's never true. Go on my phone hey, like that, hey, so. no phones on when you're driving. Let that be a lesson. Well, this, I was gonna. I was gonna educational. I was gonna do like a like a time lapse, I guess, of me like driving to school, like one of those like sped up videos. But then I don't have my mount for my phone anymore. Uh, I actually haven't oh. had it for like a couple years, and I wasn't just gonna hold it up. And then I was gonna take a picture of when I got to school, and then once I got here, I was like, it's already like nine forty-five, so I was trying to get to class on time. So it just it just didn't happen. But it's all right. There's always next time, my friend. <laughs> It's always next time. So well, maybe uh, there won't be a next time. If you if you are a fan of East Bay Live, we need some support here. We're gonna be at the welcome event for Cal State East Bay's new students on April twentieth. Yes, I know, four twenty. That's right. Uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a table from about eleven to three. As the booth gives me a smirk at the mention of four twenty. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, definitely anything. not a blaze it. You no, know, no, no, no. Of course, it's all, just it's the day before Easter, so we're getting our holy on. Yep, uh, <laughs> that's right. But we're going to be there. They're, supposedly, this class isn't going to be around next semester, and, and that kind of bums me out. Um, bums me out, too. We man. were going to plan. We were planning on coming back for Benchwarmer Season 2, so, uh, you know, I don't want to flood the department with uh, letters and emails, but uh, flood the department with letters and emails. If you support the show, please do that. You know, we, we really want to come and give you guys the content that you guys deserve. Um, obviously, you know, the department wants to head in a different direction. So we want to make sure that, you know, our voices are heard. Absolutely. This is this is what we love to do, get to talk sports for a grade. And, I mean, based on how I think the show's going, I think we've got a pretty high grade. And, you know, who could be happier with that, honestly? I, I, I Talking mean, about mom, sports, come on. Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe the, you know, loved ones, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, real quick before we get into soccer, um, because I know we're going to have, we have a kind of a double segment. Uh, we're going to finish up our thoughts on the NHL. I want to get your... Stanley Cup Finals, how many games it's going, and because the NHL Bracket Challenge is asking me, the number of goals do you think will be scored? Wait, wait, within the Stanley Cup within Finals? Within just the Stanley Cup Finals. Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I'm going to say can, a cool 15. 15 goals? A total? 15 goals. Of total, Six okay. games. Six games, 15 Six goals. Games, All right, so 15, you're going for a low like score. That. So who you got in the finals then? <laughs> that it's going to be that low scoring. Like what I said before, I'm a ride or die Sharks fan. Oh, dear God. But... <laughs> Tampa. So, oh, so I get it. So whoever's the Sharks are playing are going to score 15 goals, and they're not going to score any. Basically, exactly. that, that, that might. But know, if I don't got the Sharks, though. I got the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. And mm. the Lightning. Respectable. Jets, Lightning. Okay. All right. I, I can see that. I, I have a, I have a little something a little, a little different, but I think mine's a little outlandish. Uh, go ahead, Ooh. Ryan. Start um, with you. So I, I mentioned before, I honestly don't have San Jose going into the Western Conference Finals, uh, unfortunately. Um I, I am a Sharks fan, but unlike AJ, I am not. Uh, you know, I, I want to. I'm, I'm kind of a pessimist when it comes to you know. Uh, <laughs> As you should be looking at, prove looking us at wrong, the Sharks, uh, you got to prove us wrong. You know, yeah. exactly. You know, considering <clears throat> history and everything. But I have the Lightning um, against of all teams, the Calgary Flames. Okay. I have, the, I have Calgary making it out. I'm kind of a Johnny you know, boring hockey. one and one. Yes, sir. Johnny, Johnny hockey. Johnny hockey can't yeah. go wrong, man. But. Uh, let let me hear it, real quick, I mean, obviously, there's there's the age-old joke. Uh, you know, what does the Titanic and the Sharks in the playoff have in oh. common? Uh, they both look great until they hit the ice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, uh, the Sharks obviously not a great playoff team uh, as we've seen. I mean, they made it to the finals and then they lost to the Penguins. Um, so Sydney my Boston, my bracket is a little bit. Uh, I, I you know I went with my gut on a lot of these. Um, I have the Vegas Golden Knights actually taking the Western Conference. Um, I have them beating the Sharks in five games. I don't think that's going to be ultra competitive. Uh, and then I have them taking down Calgary in the second round. Cal- the only reason I have Calgary not advancing any further is because of the goaltending. Mike Smith, Dan Riddick, I mean, they're good, but they're not Stanley Cup good. Um, and then from the East, I'm going to sound biased here. I have Boston. Uh, I think th- I think we're going to beat uh, Montreal or not Toronto. Oh, you'll definitely beat um, Toronto. That's a fact. I, I think I mean Columbus has a chance, but I think Tampa's going to get out of there with a win. I think we can take down Tampa. We played them pretty well this year. Uh, and then I have them taking out um, – the Islanders, who upset the Capitals and the Penguins, and then I have Boston winning the Cup in six games with 25 goals scored. But I mean, that a little bit biased, yeah. But but I can say that I can say that I'm biased, and I can also say that it's kind of realistic because Boston's pretty good. Hell yeah, they're definitely a good team. Not 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 denying that at all. So there's your predictions, guys. Um, AJ, I just want to say that we appreciate you, man. You're always welcome on the show. You know, whenever Absolutely. whenever you Much want love. to, man. Big fan. I've been mean, uh, making fake Gmail accounts so I can just use Mixler. You need to get, <laughs> hey, y'all need to give me an access code so I can listen to y'all. Yeah, you, need, you just got to follow. You don't need an access code. Yeah, man. We, just we you know, just fake accounts. Up. You know, start following uh, up. You know, uh, Pina, <laughs> Pina, we're coming for your pink hair, my friend. Oh no, that uh, that, that ship sailed. Oh, he yeah. did. He did bring out the goatee. Did you yeah, see the goatee? I, I did. I did see the goatee. That was pretty hard. Thin, but it's there. I mean, it counts. Yeah, the gray and everything. So, um. So let's get right into it, guys. Um, or not guys, more like uh, Ed. Yeah. Um, As AJ uh, his, <laughs> removes the headphones. Remo- remo- removing the headphones up a little bit. But um, let's get right into these soccer um, soccer tables. So which one do you want to start off with? Which one Which one are you looking at right now? Um, well, let's just open my handy-dandy safari and see which one is on the top. Ah, so it looks like we're starting with La Liga. La Liga. So, um, Barca came off a huge win uh, last weekend against Atletico Madrid, 2-0. Oh, I really wanted Atletico to win that game. Um, I, I did think they had a chance to win it. Um, they were at Atletico, but, you know, Leo Messi, man. Leo Messi is you, that dude. Yeah, you can never really discount a team that has Messi. And I, I mean, I would say the same as for as far as other La Liga teams. That, you know, you can't discount a team that has... The Ballon d'Or, Luka Modric, and Gareth Bale, but here we are, them sitting two points behind Atletico for second. Yep, that's that. It's pretty rough right now for Real. Um, they do have Zinedine Zidane back. Uh, I think they're going to be in great shape. You know, they just need one, you know, world class star, and then you know they're going to be in yeah, looking good for the next couple years. Apparently, I think. they've given him a full, massive ring. transfer budget. I, I I heard it was somewhere in the range of three hundred to five hundred million. Um, we've heard no, we haven't heard of anyone that's really going to be on the way out, though. It's pretty much rumored that it's going to be Benzema and probably uh, probably Courtois maybe Navas uh, they need they need to pick one I think they pick Navas um, even though they did just pick Courtois I, you know they picked him up out of, uh, from Chelsea I think they could really get a good transfer fee for him uh, and then Zidane said that he's meant he's looking for, he's looking at Mbappe uh, he's looking to the Bundesliga for a couple players he's looking all over and and I, they're gonna spend some serious money I think I don't. I still don't think it's going to be enough. Look, I, I love the idea of killing Mbappe at Real. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Realistically, I, I like Mbappe I, right where he is. I, I do too. Uh, I do too. Um, I think Neymar has a better chance of leaving than Mbappe, to be honest, just because uh, Neymar's already bounced around already. He's accepted the fact, you know, that he didn't want to be in uh, Leo's shadow, 
and that he wanted his own, you know, star-powered, you know. Now he's team. an Mbappe shadow. And now he's an Mbappe shadow. So, you know, the, it's it's not looking the way he thought it would. Um, but I, I could see him at Real Madrid. That's that's my hot take of the day right I mean, there. I think Neymar has a, a better chance than Mbappe and even Hazard uh, to to land at Real. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think Eden Hazard's really going to leave. I think that I think if if Chelsea's smart, they're going to go. They're going to get a keeper. They could even get Courtois back if they think that he's still the guy, and they could be competitive again in the Premier League. Um, you know, we've we've seen that they're still you know they're still kind of hanging around there. I mean, they're not going to win it. Uh, they're still in a competitive spot at the moment. I guess that's actually a perfect segue into the Premier League, so we'll, we'll right. just move on to that as I keep talking about this. Um, yeah, they, they sit in third right now. They're, they're not going to win. Um, it, I think it's pretty safe to say. I mean, no one's catching Man City or Liverpool. They're, you know, the distance between Chelsea and second place is, right now is 14 points, if my math is You are accurate. correct, sir. You are uh, correct. And it is. And, and they just don't have the goals forced. I mean, they have almost 30 goals, I mean, 20 to 30 goals less than the two teams above them. Um, Arsenal's sitting fifth. They've scored more. Hotspur is sitting fourth. They've scored more. Um, yeah, Manchester United sitting sixth, and they've scored more. The, the the offense seems to be part of the problem, but they've just they've allowed so many goals that they they can't live with Kepa in goal. They they need to go get a Courtois. They need to go get a Navas. They need they basically whichever keeper that Real Madrid decides they want to part with. Chelsea needs to grab. I mean, to be realistically, you could even snatch Areola from PSG's bench because Absolutely. you know we've seen we we we've seen him kind of collecting dust since uh, Gigi Buffon uh, has kind of took the reins over. And you know, while you do need a reserve goalie, uh, I think there is a chance they snatch him up. I think he's more serv- serviceable than Kepa, in my opinion. Um, not to say that Kepa's not a good keeper. Not to take away from his no, absolutely his, not. He's you know, talented. His talent, but mm-hmm. definitely, um, definitely think that he has a chance to move on. Um, man, let me let me get your. So I think Premier League is obviously you know the most compelling league that we have we have uh, been covering. Who do you think is going to take it, man? It's it's obviously a two party you know it's a race. two horse race. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean to see you get upset, I'd like to see Liverpool win. Uh, however, I think Man City's going to pull it out. Um, I don't know something about just the way their team is offensively built. I mean. You look at that lineup, and there's there's not a hole there. I mean, Raheem Sterling can score. Kevin De Bruyne can score. Gunduan off the bench can also score. Gabriel Jesus can score almost at will, it seems. Oh, and there's this guy named Sergio Aguero sitting next to Jesus. Big goal Aguero, my friend. You can't go wrong with Big Goal Aguero. And uh, as well as that, Leroy Sané, I think, uh, yeah. oh, really yeah. has oh, a chance yeah. to assert himself <laughs> Leroy Sané. Uh, as one of the best wingers in the world. I mean, this guy's, what, 23, 24? Um, well, you know, short of his prime already. And I think, you know, if they can keep that front three together and keep De Bruyne uh, as long as they can, you're looking at a dynasty right there, man. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And I think people don't really appreciate Leroy Sané for, for what he's done not only at the at the club level but at the international level i think he is going to be probably the savior of that german team um you know he he was there at the world cup uh obviously disappointing but if if they really want to push for uh for bigger and better things in the future they need to lean on guys like that um you know they they have a sort of an aging core i i mean they're not like old to the point where they're going to retire but uh might start seeing uh the youth movement in german football and while while I do agree, um, I think I, I think Man City will take the league um, bias aside. But that being said, though, Liverpool's defense is really what's going to set them apart because obviously you know they they 
they're well known for their offense, but the way they defend, the way they have their high pressing, um, combined with you know Van Dyke in the back, uh, Lovren, uh, Alexander Arnold, you know that that's a scary back even four. Robertson, man. Even Robertson, he's been man. solid. Um, and and to think that it could even get more scary there at the transfer window, they're talking about transferring Koulibaly. Uh, and if you put him next to Virgil Van Dyke, I I don't see them. I mean, they've they've given up twenty goals this season. I don't think they'd be giving up a few more than 15 next semester or not next semester <laughs> next season uh that's that'd be just absolutely disgusting that would be wild um but that being said um i do think city has the easier schedule going going forward once they get through those games in tottenham i think it'll be a smooth breeze from there and i think i think they're gonna be okay i think they're gonna be in solid position uh, liverpool still has to play uh, tottenham if i'm not mistaken uh they still have you know chelsea coming up as well and and wolves as well. Wolves, you can't sleep on wolves. Man. Oh, absolutely not. They have had an incredible season so far. I mean, I can't. I still can't believe it was wolves and Watford in the in the uh, semifinal. What of, a comeback from Watford, by the way, man. That I, was that was a hell. I got to say that Lucha sure. Libre mask from Jimenez. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right, man. so I think we're we're getting close to break. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna wrap it up uh, as far as those leagues go. When we come back, we're gonna finish up. Uh, we got a few more leagues. We got the uh, Europe Champions League, Europa League, UEFA League. Uh, you're listening to East Bay Benchwarmers on East Bay Live. So real quick, we wanted to welcome you back to East Bay Benchwarmers. Mention that you should be following us on all of the social medias. All of them. Uh, well, except for Snapchat. We don't have Snapchat or LinkedIn or MySpace or Tumblr or anything like that. But we have the rest of them. Uh, so uh, we got Instagram at CSU East Bay Live or the personal show's Instagram at East Bay Benchwarmers. Facebook, East Bay Live. Twitter, at East Bay Live. Get, uh, get us out there. We got some great shows other than East Bay Benchwarmers. We got the Latinx, the Latin Attitude. Sorry. I don't know why I wrote the X. Um, that is, as they describe, a Spanglish podcast. That, you know, they give you their hot takes of uh, life as it is in English and in Spanish. We got obviously ourselves at East Bay Benchwarmers. We got Silent War with David. That is super interesting. That is almost my entire commute home. Talking about conspiracies and really, well, mostly war crimes commit by America. Um, the University Hour show, which goes live every Tuesday and Thursday, or is it every week? I forget. Uh, but that's Naomi and Reggie. They do a great job kind of getting the lowdown on actual student life. We got WTF movies every Thursday with DJ Zack and the Beast. Uh, and we got The Gay Perspective with Mario. Uh, all great shows. I I mean, obviously, I'm going to say each Bay Benchwarmers is my favorite, but... That, that's my own biased opinion. You know, yeah. We, we, we have a little bit of bias in the show, obviously. But, you know, we, we, we make it work, you know, for the greater good of all the students involved. Um, make sure you guys tune into all our shows, not just your favorite show, East Bay Benchwarmers. And remember, we are flooding the comm department with uh, with letters and emails and smoke signals. If you got to send a smoke signal, I don't know how they would read that. But get some Morse code in there. I mean, I don't I don't care how you got to do it. You need to get this comm department to keep this class we want season two of each Bay Benchwarmers on Mixler.com. We you know want you want it. Two. We'll go to another radio station if we have to. We've talked about it. We're, we're prepared. 
Maybe maybe we need to just threaten that. Like go in there like, hey, you if you, if it, you want the bench warmers, you gotta keep this class. Uh, okay. In any event, uh, let's get back into the league races real quick. Uh, I mean, it's not really a league race, but uh, you know, it's worth mentioning. It's I worth guess. mentioning. Uh, league Un, the French league. Uh, yeah, PSG's twenty points clear of the next best team, uh, and I'm literally closing that tab on my phone right now. We don't we don't need that anymore. Congrats, PSG, for the uh, the obviously hard fought. You know. Yeah. Win. Clearly, it was a dogfight till the very second week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Let's go into this last one, man. Bundesliga standings. I remember last time we talked, we had Dortmund. We had Dortmund at number one. Um, right now, man, Bayern's sitting comfortable, or maybe not so comfortable. Sixty-four points. Dortmund at sixty-three points. Uh, RB Leipzig at fifty-five points, and then we have Entrock with fifty-two points. Oh, you can't. You can't say. You can't say that one without. I guess I have to say this one. My favorite German club. Uh, Mainly because of the name, I, I just went through FIFA and picked either the coolest logo or the, the coolest one to say, and I decided that was my favorite. So here we go. <clears throat> Borussia, Borussia Mönchengladbach, sitting in fifth with 48 points. Um, obviously, they're not going to win. I just like saying Mönchengladbach. Hey, but they they, they are shortly behind. Uh, hey. They are shortly behind. They the could make Hazard, that Champions man. League run, man. The Oregon Hazard, uh, little brother of... Uh, Eden Hazard, of young Eden. Oh uh, I think you know if they decide to partner up in Borussia Mönchengladbach, <laughs> uh, they could be pretty good. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bayern and Dortmund obviously running away with this one. Leipzig has a shot in the dark, but that's really all that it is. Uh, I I still can't tell who I think is going to win. Uh, for Batman and Robin, uh, I I would like to see Bayern win because they're you know probably going to be the la- their last season together. Yep. Um, but it would also be cool to see Christian uh, Christian yeah Christian Pulisic win his last season in the Bundesliga with Dortmund so I, I'm torn I guess if I had to pick one I'd say Bayern but you know looking at uh looking at their games um Bayern just came off the huge win against Dortmund actually four to one um Dortmund's schedule is pretty easy going forward but the problem is Bayern's schedule is even easier yeah and because of that you know I can't see any scenario where Bayern doesn't uh, have this one in the bag uh, Dorman has a couple games against Schalke and um, and your favorite team, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, Gladbach. So, um, so I don't think it's realistic that Dorman can pull this one out. Um, I do have Bayern coming out of it and winning Bundesliga, but I think that's where we stand right now. Um, but it's all about Champions League qualification um, for those top four teams. And at the moment, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach is in that range. They are in that range, so we could see them <clears throat> next year in Champions League. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we could, but I mean, but it's it's a far fetched reality. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But that uh, being said, Syria, you're about to skip over. I know. Uh, know. It is another one that it's just like PSG. It's worth mentioning. Uh, Juventus is 20 points clear of Napoli, and that's all we're going to talk about. That um, the SPFL. I had a request the Scottish Premier League. Uh, they're actually the people who requested it are not listening right now, unfortunately. But uh, they just started their second half of their season where Aberdeen, Celtic Hearts, Hibernian, Kilmarnock, and Rangers uh, will now all compete for the title, while Dundee, Hamilton, Livingston, Motherwell, St. Johnstone, and St. Mirren all will uh, try to avoid being relegated. But we'll see how that goes. Um, do you want to start Champions League? you want to start Europa League? you want to start UEFA Nations League? I'm really feeling Champions League, Champions League, it I'm is. I'm really all feeling right. it. So Champions League does start today, if you guys do not know. We have two games coming up. We have Liverpool and Porto. And we also have Man City against Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, Ed, let me get your thoughts for this first day, my friend. Um, what do you What do you have? Who do you have moving on? Man City. Uh, I have Man City moving on. Man City, uh, there it is. Uh, I mean, Hotspurs, great. They're still pretty injured, though. Um, but they've played pretty well, though. They that have. Being said, they have. Been, um, actually, there was well. a funny thing. Harry Kane 
came out a couple weeks ago and mentioned that he wants to end his football career as an NFL kicker. I saw um, that. That's... Moving from football to football, and I think that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, though I, I just, I just don't see Tottenham getting past Man City. Um, and then I, ha- as much as I, it'd be super cool to see Porto take down Liverpool, I just don't see that that's going to be a thing. Uh, what, who you got? Um, Liverpool and Man City. Yeah, uh, yeah that's to the, the reality of it. Uh, I do want though for the semifinal. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but we do have two games coming up uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, we have Bayern, or no, no, no. Excuse me. Uh, um, I'm totally blanking on UV. the name. Ajax and Juve, and we also have Barcelona. That's what I was trying to say. Ah. And um, and Man United. Yeah. And if um, we can see those four powerhouse teams, uh, City, Liverpool, Juve, and Barcelona, uh, I think that's those are the ideal matchups that we're looking for. Yeah, Obviously, it, I need a Messi and Ron final. That's the way it's looking right now. But but we'll see where it goes, man. What, what do you think? I, I, I mean, I'd like to see Ajax win. Uh, I think... If Ronaldo plays, Juve's uh, going to win, and Barcelona, I think, is going to absolutely kick the crap out of Manchester United. That's I, just I believe that's my the little case. bit. Um, we are running a little low on time because we're actually sticking to a schedule today. I know, crazy, right? Um, so Europa League, we've got the semifinals here. If it would load, this is why you don't. This is why you don't do it on your phone. Okay, so quarterfinals. Actually, these are quarterfinals. Leg one. I'll just mention the matchups. Uh, we have Arsenal, Napoli, uh, Salvia Praha or Slavia Praha, rather, versus Chelsea, Benfica, and Eintracht, Villarreal, who's actually in relegation area right now, uh, against Valencia. And then uh, the league that I I really want to talk about, just to spite my friends who actually aren't listening, uh, the UEFA Nations League, the most shocking outcome by far, Kazakhstan 3, Scotland 0. It's worth mentioning, definitely. Scotland, what are you doing, man? Like, like if if I could just sit Scotland, like, down right now. And just talk to him. I'd be like, "What are you doing, man? You know, like Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan whose number one export nil. is Borat. Yes, I just that is. That there. Um, you know, teach very their own. nice. <laughs> um, I, I do want to touch on success. one little thing. Uh, we didn't really talk about this too much. Um, we did have some news last um, last week about Moises Keane, um, who played a game. And to the sound of very racist chants, very racist uh, comments, and he ha- only to have his own teammate uh, Leonardo Bonucci uh, bl- put a blame on him 50-50 and tell the world basically that you know he shouldn't have said anything to begin with, uh, yada yada yada. Um, you can't, you know, you can't do that. And, uh, as and much as I respect Bonucci, you you can't say that. I mean, I don't respect Bonucci. I, I you, no, sorry. As much as I used to respect <laughs> Bonucci, what I should have said. Um, I guess now I guess my favorite UV defender's got to be Chiellini, but anyway, um, yeah, but, you, can, you can't say that. You can't blame your teammate for what a fan or what a crowd's gonna say to him. That's essentially when PK Subban was getting those racist chants in the NHL, saying that you know it's your fault for being such you know the character that you are. And n- neither of them are bad guys. You know, you know they like to speak out a little bit and be their own person. That's fine. Uh, we've seen plenty of athletes do that. I mean, hell, Antonio Brown's been all over the news, and I talking about how bad Juju Smith-Schuster is, and we'll get into that because it upsets me deeply as both a Steeler fan and a Juju Smith-Schuster fan. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I, I can't see how it would be – I mean, unless the player was inciting some kind of violence or – but even then, you know, just let a man be what he's got to be. I mean – And look, like, you know, there, there's a difference between banner, you know, like making fun of a person and just completely, you know, misogynistic comments. Um that I, I do want to close out to all the listeners out there. Um, just be good to each other, man. 
Like, honestly, like, Absolutely. Kyle Korver had a beautiful piece yesterday about, you know, like, racism in the NBA and inclusion uh, from, you know, not only white people, but just people in general. Um, very beautiful piece. If you didn't check it out already, please do so. Uh, it's on the Players' Tribune. Uh, it's even on his Twitter page, Kyle Korver. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, yeah, no I mean, excuse. Real quickly, you know? because I know Booth is going to stab me. Uh, we still have to do the Obscure Sport of the Week. So it's called Sport Hawking. It comes from Germany, <laughs> I believe. It's essentially skateboarding. <laughs> But with a stool, I do have a stool behind me. That's I don't what know we were if talking I, about, I think but. I think he needs to try it. But essentially, you do all the tricks that you would do <laughs> on a skateboard on a stool. You don't actually like ride on the stool. You kind of just like flip it around and then sit on it. When you sit on it is when you end your little spiel. But uh, yeah, they're, they're looking like they might kill me in the booth. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna throw it over. It's gonna be the the U hour next, I believe. I yes, believe you're I'm correct. Yeah. So it's gonna be the U hour. So Reggie and Naomi coming into the booth. Uh, next week we've got a good one. We're gonna do a little MLB early season preview. Um, we're gonna talk. What else are we gonna talk? We talk NFL draft, NFL actually. draft, NFL, NFL draft, draft. and then we up. we're gonna get our third segment. It's probably gonna be a surprise of some sort, maybe a game. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, tune well, in, uh, guys. Tune gonna in. be the U hour next. Until next time, Ryan. What are we gonna do? We're gonna keep the bench warm for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>